Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, we are Kim and Penn Holderness. You may remember us from those parodies like Christmas jammies. We do a lot of them. They're two or three minutes long, meant to make you laugh. This is a podcast, a little bit longer, meant to make you laugh and maybe think a little bit. This is the real us, the real marriage, and everything in between. Make sure to subscribe and give us some feedback. You can email us at holdermesspodcast at gmail.com. It's the Holder Mess Podcast with Ken and Kim. And today the AB family's coming in. Notice how calm I'm talking now. Because this is a dubstep open. It starts out really calm, but pretty soon I'm gonna shout out a random phrase that makes no sense. And then the music's gonna drop. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. It's taking a little bit longer than I thought. Here comes the catchphrase now. Almond milk gets stuck to your teeth. This is how that's how dubstep works, right? You, you, just, you just say a random, it escalates, but not as fast as you need it to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was getting no. a little impatient there. And almond milk does not stick to your teeth. It totally coats my teeth. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I love it. It's I drink it quite a bit. Um, I've been talked out off of dairy, so... Um, okay, good well, time. We can't wait to hear from the good people at Silk. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the Holder Mess podcast. We are a hot mess, but we're trying to learn how to lo- do life better. So that's where today's guests come in. That's right. Uh, so these people are our our spirit animals. I guess. Yes. Is that the right term? They're the I people that we... Our internet and, friends. Yeah, we, we love them. We were lucky enough to have met them at one of these things called VidCon, which sounds... Like a lot of fun, and I'm sure it is for some people, <laughs> but it's it's a terrifying horror show to to others. And um, it's they a, it's a helped, convention yeah. of you or of YouTube personalities that we once attended and then realized that we were way too old. Anyway, <laughs> but this family helped walk us through it, and we were very glad to have uh, developed a little bit of a friendship with them. Not only because they are incredibly successful and have given us advice on how to do what we do, but also because they're just really good people. Yes. Today we are talking to the AB family. We're talking to Mama B and Papa B. They use, which I love, they use these nicknames for each other to, to you know, there's privacy. 
Right. You know, so we don't do. We, don't, we, we did not think that far did ahead. Not, and we then, made a Christmas jammies video with our address. We in basically it by accident, put our Max. address yeah. in it. Max, and, Max, <laughs> if, by, say hi, Max. Hey everybody, how's it, it going? We don't live there anymore, so I can say this. If you look at the video, it had our driver's li- our, our license plate. Basically, we put our and our address name. on the video. So they uh, have done. They're they're so much smarter than we yeah, are. Yeah, they really are. And just generally in kind people. And you know the life on the internet. The, these are you know they are YouTube Facebook. Facebook videos, legit celebrities. But I think this conversation is going to be helpful, even if you if you don't have a life online. We're going to ask them about how to grow a social media audience if you want that, but also how to parent a child with social media accounts because they do such a good job with their kids and just kind of watching that. So um, they have been so kind to us, and I'm really excited to have this conversation. The AB family, Mama and Papa B, they are internet superstars. They have millions and millions and kajillions of bazillions of subscribers (laughs) on YouTube and Facebook. You have definitely seen their videos. Your kids are also obsessed, I can guarantee you. So welcome, Mama and Papa B. Wow. Thank you so much. What an introduction. Wow. Thank you for having us. I'm just going to follow you around and and say nice things about you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I'll give you the just 20 bucks put later. Put you in your pocket and walk just, around with just you. Just walk yeah, around. Exactly. It is, it is such a weird thing because I feel like I know you guys so well just from the interwebs. But when we officially met, I guess, a couple years ago, um, Mama B, as soon as I saw you, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make her be my friend. I really <laughs> like her. So, and you've been, you know, sweet enough to keep in touch. So thank you. Well, we love you guys and uh, we love your family. We love your videos. Yeah, you guys are awesome. And uh, the time we've spent together, we had such a blast. We always have a blast when we hang with you guys. Yeah, very, very uh, similar values. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And with with or without pants, Pen. (laughs) Let's get right into this. Yep, last time we hung out, um, uh, I jumped in the ocean in a perfectly good pair of pants. Those are a nice pair of pants. Questionable. And then hung out with their family in a towel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good times. Well, okay. Let's, we can start. How did you guys get your start in all of this? This, I mean, you didn't major in social media or video production college, right? Right. Uh, my background is in market research and uh, Mama B's background is in pharmaceutical sales. And oh, wow. really, we just started making videos. We started on Vine and we just started having fun. We just made little videos, not thinking anything of it. And it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And we incorporated, actually, when we started, it was my daughter and I. And then later on, about six months later, we incorporated the family because Vine was so low budget. Like it was such a basic app that we needed someone mm-hmm. to actually film our Vines. So my son was the camera person for the first <laughs> little while. And I wasn't in any of it. And you weren't in any of it because it was just By like... choice or just, you know what? You didn't have time. It just, I didn't understand it. It didn't make any sense to me. I didn't understand why people were watching. That was <laughs> a huge fascination for me was why do people care? And uh, yeah. it wasn't until... I still ask myself that, yes. Have you come up with an answer to that? I know, I'd Mama, love to or know. Is that, or are we still trying to figure that out? You know what? I think that there's something in us that people see in themselves and i think that they connect to us or to you guys by something either it's you know you guys are hilarious or you're so open and honest about marriage and family Mm -hmm. or that your kids are hilarious and they're so real you know you can so tell that your kids are not coached like that's them Mm -hmm. 
And mm-hmm. so I think whatever it is, is it comes down to people seeing something and then they connect to you and now they're on this journey with you. Right. So yeah, that didn't happen for me until a little bit later. Yeah, until Disney came along. <laughs> right, exactly. Whoa! Whoa, wait a second. We can make this into a business? So Papa B, what was the first two or three second frame that you saw that you were like, oh man, this is good? Yeah, I think it's when we were doing these like um, comedies using music. I think it was the... Um, what was that song? What was that song we did? Put your hands up, like the f- ceiling can't hold us. Like the we did a, like the ceiling us. can't hold us. Like mm-hmm. the ceiling can't. I can't sing right now. I, I don't have auto tune, so I can't really. <laughs> right now, but or it ever. Was forever, <laughs> yeah. So, but it was a vine where, where, um, where my daughter and I were sitting in the van, mm-hmm. and it was just like, put your hands up, like the feet, like the ceiling can't hold us, and then we just started screaming, holding onto the ceiling, and everyone just kind of loved that that vine and that's really how it just kind of started we started going well how do we incorporate more comedy into music and then we started doing these kids bop rap parodies and we all started getting involved and just incorporating like wu-tang clan and biggie smalls and all this stuff but kind of turning it into like a family friendly comedy mm-hmm. and that's what we would we would always do we would just grab some things that were out there that may be slightly inappropriate and just turn it into like a family feel well, and that's what i wouldn't call it inappropriate it wasn't inappropriate it was like it's more we push the line we push the line mm-hmm. right and then we know where the line is and we go right before it yeah we don't cross it <laughs> no you, we, so we would go yeah. right up into that line that's yeah. right right yeah yeah we would grab like but, non-pg stuff and then we would like make it family friendly yeah. what so i think because it did grow organically like that you guys were just starting very innocently because it was fun is probably another reason why people identify but i do feel that there are so many people nowadays that get into this trying to make it a job mm-hmm. right um which is it so your priorities can be a little bit different mm-hmm. um but my family and your family we now this is our job now mm-hmm. so what is your advice to people that do want to grow a presence on social media so maybe you should give the politically correct answer. <laughs> the politically and I'm, correct And I'm going to spit fresh truth the okay. way Mama B does. Love Sounds it. good. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, the politically correct answer would be just based, have Based fun. on someone that worked in market research for 20 years. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Statistically speaking, uh, it's like being a DJ or a poker player. You know, not everybody will make it in the industry. Only a very small percentage. But you really just have to have fun. Uh, stay consistent, know your audience, uh, but ultimately just, it does take a lot of work, strong work ethic. Um, you're going to feel demotivated many times. And if you really believe in what you do and you're really having fun, you just kind of pull through, keep doing it, but it's not for everybody. Not everyone's going to be able to do what we do. It, it is a lot. There are a lot. You, what you see, if you post a video that's five minutes long, it probably took you days and days to shoot and edit it. Or, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into these things. Definitely. It takes days just to think about the mm-hmm. concept and just to work it through. And then the actual filming takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, see, that's the part that people don't see, though, is they think, you're so lucky you make videos on YouTube and that's your life. Well, you don't see a lot of the back end. Just like you guys know is when you are working with children, as a family and you know these are not your employees these are your actual kids it takes a lot longer and you know mm-hmm. cleaning it up and editing and right. making sure you have the right music and and mm-hmm. it's not copyrighted and you know right. making sure you're abiding by all the rules yeah and and making sure you're picking things that the kids actually want to do right we always there want to make sure is. that 
the kids are having yeah, fun. So, yeah. So I, I, know, I heard uh, you had some fresh truth for us. Spit, spit, spit the, it. Spit the fresh spit truths. It. Yep. Take the earrings off. All right. Earrings are coming earrings off. Earrings are off. You have to wipe your face down with some Vaseline, too, if you grew up where I did. That's where you – yeah, anyway. The punches will just slide off. Anyway, right, go ahead. Exactly. And that's why I love you, girl, because you're you're real. And, you know, you can take the girl out of the hood, but you can't take the hood oh, out of the girl. That's right. You cannot. And um, you know what? I think – that for me, it comes down to intention. What is your intent? Yeah. And I think that if people get into this business thinking, I'm going to you know, showcase my family, I'm going to make a ton of money, I'm going to be rich and famous, right away you are starting with the wrong intent. And it's dangerous because when you're dealing with your kids and the ultimate goal is money, I think that greediness can get in the way. I think that you forget what's really important and that is, number one, protecting your kids, making sure they're safe, making sure that in 20 years they don't look back saying, how could you do this? Right. Why did yeah. you do this? Like, was it worth that much? And mm-hmm. so for us, being in this business now for quite a few years, when we look at other people and what they're doing, and sometimes we do shake our heads because it's like, oh, if, yeah. if they only knew what they were doing, and maybe they do, but maybe they don't. Maybe they're just, you know, focused on, being the best. Yeah, they're just focusing on the numbers. Number one. But we've seen what happens to some YouTubers when their only goal is to be number one, right? right? They do really right. silly things in other countries. And yeah. so um, I think that I think people should be extremely careful whenever children are involved. And I think that we all have a responsibility to take care of each other's kids. And so, Kim, I love you. I respect you. If ever I did something with my kids or posted something, I would love a message for you from you to say, you know what, like, I don't know about that. Did you think about this or, and, Mm -hmm. and I may not see it, but I trust Mm -hmm. you as my friend and as a fellow, you know, YouTuber, mother, uh, parent. And so, yeah, I think, um, it's a very, very shading gray Mm -hmm. area. And I think that a lot of people are crossing the line. Do you want us to tell you when we think you're doing something right, or should we just leave you alone on that part? No, of course. No, for Why me, not? Okay. fine. I'm I'm good. Okay. You can just tell us okay. when we're well, doing okay. something but, wrong. But, just joke, uh, Mama. I, we we really like the direction and the style and kind of the innocence and everything from Ms. B's uh, her first lyrical video. I thought it was really cool. I think there's, a, 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 you know, at that age, I think you got to be careful. And I thought it was really well done. Yes. And so for those of you who don't know, uh, their very talented daughter has a, a published her first original song and it was so popular on YouTube. And what's tricky is there are other families that have very talented children as well. And it, to me, gets a little um, adult. And yeah. so there, all of a sudden it's, you know, you know, 13-year-old girls applying lipstick in front of boys and i'm like oh i know that mm-hmm. happens i guess but i don't know so how much i want my 11 year old watching it preach right. so girl preach the, yeah preach I, yeah I'm, I, I'm basically just freaking out right now because my daughter just went and, and she's she's wearing uh, you know inner garments and stuff I'm, lose, I'm losing my mind she's as tall as kim now she's like a, she's looking like an adult i'm sweating talking about it right now i'm having a difficulty in all with the fact well, that my daughter is becoming we a would young like woman. To, well, we would like to, you know, protect as much as we can. And yeah. that, I mean, I know she's going to be exposed to stuff, but it was really, I'm like, guys, watch this. This is something you can watch and love. And it was great. So I think you guys are doing a great job there. Thank you. I think it's, I think it's really about slowing it down. I think that a lot of parents or a lot of 
creators with kids. They're in a they're, rush. They're in a rush. They're moving too fast. They're kid. They're they're pushing their kids to do things that are just not age appropriate. Yeah. And we can just mm-hmm. kind of slow it down, just a little bit. What's the rush? What's, What's the, the rush? rush to grow up? What's the rush to show your body? What's the rush to be sexualized? Like we live in such a sexualized world where, you know, women. It's either how pretty we are or how many babies we have. Right. And so let's, <laughs> let's change. Babies are big on YouTube, man. Yeah. Huge. It's like, you know, yesterday everyone thought I was pregnant and I'm not oh, going to lie. It stung. It, right. it, it was like, are you kidding me? Do you know how much I work hard? And then, we, but you know, what bothered me even more, Kim, was that, um, people don't ask me about the stuff that I'm really passionate about, which is yoga about, you know, being an activist. It's about how do I look mm-hmm. and how many babies are, am I having? you know, mm-hmm. and sexualizing young girls and making them gorgeous and beautiful. Like let's, let's start uplifting our daughters that right. are great at sports or creative or musical or hilarious right. or whatever it is. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I can comment on our society for hours yeah. and the changes that I'd like to see, but really I think it's about people like us who have an audience modeling that behavior and hopefully people can see something that they want to either change or improve Something like that. I just think that it's just oversaturated with creators and the easy way out is to sell sex and to mm-hmm. be overly... That's easy. Overly profane. Is that the word profane? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. to to just be raunchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think that you, you have to work a little bit harder, be a little bit more creative. This, this industry and entertainment in general is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's such an easy barrier to entry to get into... YouTubing mm-hmm. and putting content out on Instagram that people automatically go to like the lowest common denominator and go for sex. And it's just like, yeah. oh, show your boobs. You know, you're not going <laughs> to, it's not going to last. It never does. It really never oh, that does. That stuff does not last. No. And I, I think that Penn and I live in constant fear because we, <laughs> if we go talk somewhere or if somebody asks us a question, people are like, oh gosh, are you so worried about your kids? And our answer is yes. yes. Of yeah, course. Of course. And like I think, every, it's the last thought every day and the first thought every morning. And if you're not, and I don't care what industry you're in, I don't care what your job is, if you're not worried about screwing up your kids. You're screwing up your kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and that is you, you also should. a joke. Like no matter what we do, like we, I Some, yeah. guaranteed therapy for Archie. So no <laughs> matter what, what what line of work we're in um, but that being said your kids are very well known and they are very visible how do you how do you protect them from all that craziness and keep them kids I think for us it's just we talk to them from morning till night there isn't a moment in the day where we're not teaching them something or right. uh, opening their eyes to something and just making them so strong and resilient so that like um we say to them, it's not that the storms are not going to come. The storms are going to come in life for everyone. I don't know anyone who's had a perfect life, but your roots are going to be so firmly planted that when the storms come, you will remain the same and you're going to be so resilient and you're just going to keep going and you're just going to know how to deal with whatever it is that comes, criticisms, hate comments. You know, when we were living in a basement apartment, we had no money mm-hmm. with two small children. We didn't get any hate. No, we never got hate. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Right? But like blow up on the internet and be known worldwide. Yeah, it's now easy. we do. We're easy right? targets, right? Because there's something that's being triggered um, for people. And so at the end of the day, I think for our kids, it's just we want to make you so strong. We want you to know now what we wish we knew yeah. at your age, mm-hmm. what no one taught us. What no one warned us about. That's that's right. so important for us as a family. Yep. Yep. And and we, we protect their identity as much as possible. 
Um, we're really careful with with where we go in public. Uh, we just we just take extra precautions because we know that everybody's mm-hmm. you know, well known around the world, and uh, so we just keep an extra eye everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, guys, just for some perspective, you were talking about the basement apartment. I, I'd love to hear a little bit about the low points before you got to here. Uh, I, you a lot of low points. How much time so, you have, baby? Uh, <laughs> you guys are doing so incredibly well. Everyone's got that point that they look back and and they say, "Can you believe we were oh, blank?" Um, and I, I'd, if you'd be happy to share it with us, like what was that low point for you guys before you got here, and how did that motivate you? Wow. I think there were so many low points. There were low points after we had the kids. We had our kids back to back. And um, I fell into this tremendous depression, this postpartum depression that I couldn't get out of. It was just this dark hole. And luckily, my husband was there. Um, At first, he was like, what the heck is going on? He didn't understand what was happening. But then when I ended up in the hospital, he realized, okay, this is this is real now. And so there was that there was the money factor. Papa was working three jobs to put food on our table, to put a roof over our head because I wanted to stay home with my kids because you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have my mom at home. I didn't get bedtime stories. I didn't get goodnight kisses. And so for me, that was really important to provide for my kids and, um, and marital problems. Mm. You know, when we dedicated ourselves 300% to our kids, our marriage literally fell apart. We weren't Mm -hmm. there for each other. We didn't communicate. Um, there was no intimacy and there were so many things that we've worked through (laughs) In in the last seven, eight years, yeah. we've grown so much together and learned so much. And this is really a big part also of what we want to share with the world is everything we've learned on how to rebuild, right? Recover. It's okay. Yeah. Things can be at their absolute worst and there is still a glimmer of hope for change. I like that. What do you think? What wow. was the worst? What was the worst? The what? Worst? Say was, it. I'm say not going to say it. I'm not <laughs> saying it. I've learned not to answer that question. <laughs> Do I look smart, man? Do I look bad? That's why I'm hiring a lawyer, man. Just gonna get a lawyer to answer those questions. Go ahead. No, I just honestly, there, yeah, there were, there were a lot of low points. There were points where, yeah, like you said, when you're not well known, not a lot of people offer their help. I mean, you know, we were literally on our own many times. Uh, We didn't get a lot of support from family and friends. Uh, We didn't, we didn't ask for it, but no one really cared to ask us if we needed help. Yeah. So it was just us trying to figure it out. Imagine two small kids. Actually, I'll give you a little uh, secret that no one knows is that when Papa B, um, he got laid off from his job and uh, he was off for about five, six months. Yeah. He couldn't find a job in his industry. And so I went out to clean houses. Mm. Um, I needed something fast. I needed something that I can just go out, make like 150 bucks a day. And so that's what I did. I went out and cleaned people's homes mm-hmm. and uh, wasn't, you know, too, um, too proud, wasn't, wasn't too proud, yeah. you know, even though I was university educated and speak four languages, right. I needed to go out and do what I needed to do yeah. while my husband was trying to find work. Yeah. We would get into like, we would get into the van with a bunch of photocopies and just go around the neighborhoods and yeah. just put up posters, house cleaner, house cleaner, just knock on doors yeah. and just go until, 
I was like, all we need is one. Let's just get one, yeah. do a really good job, yeah. and then we'll get two. And then, then, then those two will turn into four, and then yeah. six. And then it, and it became... I ended up having a waiting list of people wanting me as their cleaning Yeah, lady. and I had this like huge magnet of her face on the side of the van. And she'd like, stick on. Yeah. And then she'd like take it off. I was like, hey, where's the magnet? She's like, nah, I don't know if I want to be driving around with like Mrs. Clean or something on the side of the van with yeah. your face on it. So Mama B used to be Mrs. Clean. There you go. Yep. There's the secret, guys. But you, were the, you were the president of the PTA. Yeah. While you were cleaning houses, so no one knew you were cleaning houses. No, I kept it secret yeah. from my neighborhood. And you were like the president of the PTA, and you fought to get rid of a casino in the neighborhood. Like, this was all going on yeah. while we were trying to survive. While we were trying to put our marriage back together. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. amazing. And, and I, it, it doesn't take uh, very many connect the dots to realize that's where you guys got your work ethic from. Yeah, and it's yeah. being I'm hungry. Certain that you've pr hopefully told those stories to your children on some level because that would be a way and, to realize. And we've said that to our kids yeah. as well. Is that listen? We're always gonna. We're always. I don't know if this social media thing is gonna keep going. I don't know if people are gonna want to watch our stuff five years from now. But we're always. There's always a job for hardworking person. You have to work for it, just like you did, and I, that's so admirable. I'm so proud of you. That's and you were successful at it, just like you are at this. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that for us, we tell our kids, "How hungry are you? How hungry yeah. are you for life? How hungry are you for success? For happiness? For peace?" It comes down to what are you willing to do that the next person is not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember Oof. every single morning. I never forget. <laughs> yep. This is going to be an awkward segue, segue, but speaking of hungry, you guys also went on this like huge fit like trek and now um, <laughs> and, and have changed your lives physically as well. Yes. Uh, I, I saw the, the, the photograph and um, I, I wasn't aware of it and I was You uh, guys have both lost stunned. a lot of weight yeah. and are, really turned your life around there. How'd you do that? Yeah, I think it was you. You started. Yeah, I started, uh, I was, I think, over 200 pounds, and I just decided, you know what, I, I just don't want to look like that stereotypical dad bod, but the, but the dad dad bod, not the new dad bod, like the old school dad bod. I didn't want that. I with mean, the sweaty boobs. With the sweaty boobs. I had sweaty boobies <laughs> and a big gut and, and kind of hairy boobies, too, so that wasn't <laughs> Just, yeah, <laughs> great visuals. I love the visuals. I was just podcast. so tired of looking at myself in the mirror going, I, I got to change. There's no way. And I would look at it and I love my dad and my brother, but you know, I just look at them and it'd be like, I just don't want to look like you guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I started with P90X and it sounds like a commercial, but it literally transformed me. I, I, I did P90X mm -hmm. for the first 90 days and then I said, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing it. And I was running and doing that. Yeah. And then... And I saw you yeah. changing your body. And I was like, oh, hell to the no. I was flexing <laughs> in the mirror, girl. You are not going to look that good <laughs> and me stay where I am. Oh, no. Oh, no, you didn't. Mama B is protecting that. <laughs> <laughs> so she started working out. So I started working out and it was hard. Oh, my God. It was so hard. But yeah. nothing is impossible. So, yeah. How much did you lose? I can't remember how much you lost. Um, yeah, I went from like 205 to like 180, 175, wow. 80. So I went from 230 pounds to 150. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you're keeping it off. I think that's probably that's, something yeah. else. That you you're the like, hotness. And you're not doing it for looks. That's the whole thing. No. You're, you're doing it to be healthy, to live longer, to have a better marriage, to be more active. Yeah. And so it's all coming out of the right reasons for it, too. But I can say that you're really hot. So that's a lot. Uh, Thank you. Did that have something to do with the fact you're on 
camera? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, sure. I would be lying if I said it didn't. You know, I want to I look good. I want to be a role model to other women and girls. But I also want to be sexy for my husband. I want to be sexy for myself. Um, and also, I have a history of uh, illness in my family. I watched my mom battle breast cancer. And that was one of the most difficult times in my life because I was pregnant with my son at the time. And and I'm pregnant with my son. I had already lost a baby. And so I'm already nervous about that. I don't know if I'm going to lose my mom to cancer. And and so that was one of the low points in my life was watching her battle that. And my mom never took care of herself physically. Uh, she would eat whatever, wouldn't drink any water, wouldn't exercise. Mm-hmm. And um, and my parents both have cholesterol issues. They take like a ton of medication every single day. And so watching them, I said, I, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to take any medicine and I don't, I don't take any medicine for anything. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's inspiring. I mean, we've made some big health changes just, and for me to get off medication, because I had the, I went through postpartum depression too. And I, I mean, and I was medicated throughout that. And that, I mean, that saved me and my family for sure, but I didn't need to be on antidepressants for eight years. Yeah. So I made a lot of changes to be able to kind of like wean myself off. By the way, disclaimer, you should totally go see a doctor. Don't stop taking an antidepressants. I did it supervised by a doctor, just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so you work, you guys work side by side as husband and wife. Mm-hmm. We do as well. How do you not kill each other? <laughs> Well, I'm sure that there's days for everyone where you want to kill each other. Yeah, I we think disagree sometimes on We stuff. disagree all the time yeah. on stuff, and, and you are so adamant that you are right, and I am adamant that I'm right, and you have, like, a mm-hmm. uh, left brain and a right brain right. married, working together. And I think that what saves us is the fact that we each have our own life separate from the marriage. Oh, <laughs> we Ben's like, what's that? What? What's Are we that supposed to do like? that? <laughs> Go, no, keep talking. But it's true. Like, um, you know, you have your. Well, we have like, yeah, I have like my, my world of CrossFit and I have the world of like. Gaming, th- which gaming. I'm totally not a part of. I, I really love gaming. and I really love seeing my son grow in the, in the gaming world and, and just kind of living in that, that whole space is just like a really fun hobby for me and I'm just like a big kid and I and I just I didn't get a lot of opportunities as a kid to do a lot of these things and right now I'm able to just be a big kid again doing what we do with all this gaming and all this stuff and and I see mm-hmm. my son enjoying it too so that's that's kind of like where I love I love to do that and I love to see people succeed so I love to support Mama B with everything that she does and our daughter with the singing and her comedy mm-hmm. and all those things. So those are those are things that make me happy so I finally found that internal yeah. happiness and we're like so what So we're it, not together all the time we're not together all the time i have no. my yoga yeah. stuff i have my meditation i have like my own loves and, and passions that you're not a part of because mm-hmm. i like having my world where i'm just me i'm not a wife i'm not a mother i'm yeah. not feeding people i'm not teaching people i'm just me and so i'm so thankful that you recognize that i need that i need that self-time self-love time mm-hmm. that you know, other men might say, well, you know. What about me? What about me? Why aren't you here taking care of me? Yeah. You know, making me a sandwich. Yeah. I need some meatloaf. <laughs> I need some meatloaf. I how all the stupid men all sound the same. Let's, here, you know what? Let's all talk like stupid men at the same time in the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Hey, hey, what about me? Couple tacos, maybe two IPAs. Okay, okay. Enough men, men. We love our men. But there's something great about all talking at the same time. No, we love our men. We no, do. But, but I have, no, we, we do that while well, Penn was looking at me, kind of nudging me as you were talking. Um, 
I think he, we do have, we do time apart really well. I'm definitely an introvert. Penn is very much an extrovert. I get too peopled out. Like if there's too many people, I just shut down and I go away. So I do a good job getting alone time. I probably need a hobby other than like taking naps on Saturdays. Like I, <laughs> and he's he's really funny about trying to get me to sign up for things. And um, he's like, tennis, you want to try tennis? Do you want to try do, do this? I'm like, no, I, no, I'm just going to sit in a corner by myself in a dark room and read a book. <laughs> that can't that be a hobby? <laughs> well, let, let, let's let's just kind of answer those one at a time. Can a nap be a hobby? <laughs> it's oh my, my God, yeah. special skill. With no. It's a special skill I have. Um, Naps are the best. Yeah, and naps. Honestly, naps. Really, yeah, I think, but I think the way that uh, that Mama just explained it makes makes good sense about just making it your me time and making it something that you're passionate about. You are passionate about naps, but maybe we find <laughs> something else that you're passionate about. Maybe. No, I'm kidding. I do. I have things. You should I have do. Nap Olympics. I would participate, yeah. and I bet oh, you, Kim, that I, I would. I would represent my country so oh, well in girl, the Nap girl, you would go down. Let me tell you. I can sleep forever. Yeah, Nap Marathon, <laughs> for sure. They should definitely have a Nap Marathon. That is That's it. Right there. You and I. Uh, yes. Nap oh marathon. my gosh. Go toe to toe. I mean, hours on end. And I could hear like broken glass in the next room and the kids screaming. And I could just like go right through it. <laughs> hey, so um, can I go back to gaming really quickly? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Papa B, uh, I would love to use that as my kind of spare time, but I am a full on uh, video game addict. I did have those opportunities when I was in college. Um, and I would start playing and then I would turn the con- the console off and it would be, the sun would be either gone when it wasn't gone before or it <laughs> uh, will have appeared when it was the not there at the beginning. The entire seasons would have passed. Yeah. Wow. Like, and I would have a full beard. And I, <laughs> do you have that propensity or does your son have it? Or are there some governors that you put in place? Yeah, we definitely have to govern uh, the time that we spend playing video games. Like I, I really do, after editing and after being a dad and a husband, uh, I always try to take about an hour, hour and a half at night when everybody's sleeping, you know, I used to watch Breaking Bad. I used to watch Stranger Things. I used to watch a lot of things on Netflix. Um, and I always take that hour and a half and I figure, you know what, if I, I only really have that me time to do whatever. And right now it's just playing Fortnite, but I govern that yeah. time, right? So it's like when all my work is done and everything is good and everything's cool, should I find, should I watch that? Should I watch a new show on Netflix or should I play some Fortnite? I like Fortnite. I enjoy it. But I'll play it for like an hour and a half and then I'm done. But you're a responsible human being. But, but I'm a responsible, you are responsible human being about in it. turning it off. So here's the yeah. thing. I think if – so our kids – so our son likes to play video games and he actually wants to try – he's eight. And he wants to make gaming videos, which is hysterical and sweet. Amazing. And, That's awesome. And it, yeah, it's awesome. And we want to support him in that. So maybe that'll happen. But he doesn't play a lot because we quite, I mean, he's eight. You know, right. we're not letting him play a lot. Mm-hmm. It's my husband I'm worried about. No, I'm a full on. Look, <laughs> my name is Penn and I'm a video game addict. I, I, I've not had them in our um, in house. That. Someone sent us an Xbox. Yeah. And so we bought like the FIFA game. Oh, yeah. And I love I'm that game. so good at it now. I'm, I, I'm bored. Well, again, I'm just worried that he wouldn't have the discipline. So maybe because I have that the Disney Circle thing that shuts off all devices. Put it on me. I need my own. I need on yours. Yeah, I need a choke collar. Wow, that's hilarious. Not a choke collar. Yeah, that's a different. Yeah, we just set we just set rules, time rules, uh, with my son. I mean, he could. Oh, if it's really up to him, he can go for twelve hours straight if we let him. He can go. So we really do just look at what he's playing. He he does play a lot of four day, and the reason why. 
Fortnite's not, it's easier to govern because you, there's a start, beginning, and end to every game. So you can walk into the room and be like, okay, you know that there's 10 people left in the game. You know he's going to be done in like five minutes. You give him the old, okay, this is your last game, come off. It's not like Minecraft where you can literally just sit there and build all day and there's really no end. Um, right. So we, we really do manage that as much as possible. And uh, if he is going to play and have fun, we ask him if he wants to stream, if he wants to go live. And he really loves streaming. He loves going live on YouTube. So he does that. And he'll go on for an hour and a half, maybe two hours max. But that is part of his video game time. Yeah. So if he streams for two hours, that's it. You've played video games. You've connected to your audience. You've worked on your communication skills with everybody. You're but done. that's it. You're done. We're going to go play some badminton after this. You know, <laughs> that's, that's basically how we do it. So we really, really... Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you guys time. do you guys play badminton? Yeah. No, no. We don't play badminton. Did I hear that? We are masters. We live at... badminton. <laughs> we breathe badminton. His eyes are really big right now. Well, I, it's just a great sport that I love watching in the Olympics. It looks impossibly fun, and there's just not a lot of people throwing the old shuttlecock around in Raleigh, Is that what North it's called? Carolina. I oh, hope I got that right. Did I get oh that right? Oh my gosh, we just took this from family yeah, friendly. It's, no, to it's a shuttlecock. Oh we call what, it a birdie. Shuttlecock? You guys are welcome anytime to come for a badminton match. Yes. Okay, we'll, we'll be up tomorrow. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, that is so funny that that's the name of it. Yeah, you can whack the shuttlecock all you want, Penn. Yeah. When you come over. <laughs> I just love like this story. I was really into it. I'm like, Fortnite, Superman, Papa B, doing all the parenting. Go play badminton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It just made me giggle. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh. fun. Um, you guys are so. Where do you, so clearly ten years ago you didn't foresee a future where you would be able to play video games and badminton. You you were working three <laughs> jobs. Okay, so five. So let's say five, ten years from now, where do you see all this mess? The social media and making uh, and what you and content and what you do. Everything that we do. Um, well, just uh, yeah. or creators in general. Where oh, creators see, in general. You worked in market ten research. Ten years is a long time. Yeah, it's it's really hard to predict what can happen in ten years. We we just we, we all have to become better at predicting stuff. We you never really know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we were going to be on YouTube five years ago, no. six years ago. Right? I didn't even know Vine. We just stumbled across these things. But isn't YouTube only like seven years old or something? Yeah, was it two thousand and five? I think they're thirteen. I think they're thirteen oh, years 13. old. Something like that. And I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know who's gonna be the next creators mm-hmm. that are gonna be kind of taking over and what the platform and what it's gonna, gonna be. look like. Because remember, we were watching those early on videos on YouTube, and they were so pure. Yeah, like pure entertainment. And when you see what it is now, yeah, it's like overly processed yeah you know i I don't know what it's going to look like i i do believe that gaming and virtual reality and all that stuff is going to be a bigger part of entertainment i think we're just looking at um a very early adaptation of gaming right now where you're seeing these tournaments happen i think that's gonna be a big part of Mm -hmm. entertainment um so that that'll be big um but i don't really know what's going to happen i know Mm -hmm. for us we're going to cultivate the talents of our children if they want to continue online with their channels with what they want to do with their channels I mean, we started with mr b's channel just a couple of months ago and he's loving what he does does his unboxings does his gaming videos um with our daughter she wants to do music and comedy and just wants to do a whole bunch of stuff on her channel and Mm -hmm. i think for us we're just going to be focusing on that down the road and just managing their world Mm -hmm. as much as possible Mm -hmm. to make sure that we're guiding them the right way yeah and still be part of the youtube creator 
oh, uh, yeah. community because we we see what direction YouTube's going in, and mm-hmm. they're really doing a lot to protect children, to really clean up material on the platform, and we really like what we see, and hopefully we can be a part of that in the future too. Yeah. Yeah, and you're one of the creators for change, right? So you, I mean, that's part of your mission, Mama B, right? Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, you two put together this program that's called Creators for Change, and I think there's a little over 50 creators worldwide that are participating in it. And all it is is if you have a voice, you have a platform, you have a channel, um, and you want to use your platform for social good, either maybe to end hate or extremism or, or whatever it is that you're passionate about. For me, it's children. It's about um, bringing our world together, showing that it's not you and me. It's us. We're on this planet together. And so my mission um, for my project, we're all doing a social impact project in the fall, and I'm hoping to return to the Middle East um, to visit some girls and women out there. And um, yeah, YouTube's doing amazing things. I'm really proud to be uh, a creator because they're, they're really seeing that they can entertain audiences, but they can also do a lot of social good in the world. And so they're really making that a mission moving forward. And they have some new stuff coming out uh, in the fall as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just think that we all have such a, a huge social responsibility to each other to not only be successful, be, you know, make money, blah, 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 but also to be good humans. Yeah, just educate and help. Right. Help people be, become better humans. Yeah. Yeah, on that note, Penn wants to change the subject to something really trivial. Do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Um, okay, speed round. I have some questions for you. Okay. And we're going to answer these quickly, okay? Okay, cool. Okay, so you guys can each answer this or you can just give it to one person. It's okay. But I want this from both of you. Uh, celebrity crush. Who is your celebrity crush? Heidi Mio. Oh, my goodness. So many to name. Celebrity crush. <laughs> See if you can pare it down to five or six, maybe, Mama. Okay. I love um, uh, George Clooney. I love <laughs> Will Smith. Will Smith? That's a good one. Yes. That's, that's a good one. Well, first. Wait, so are we talking Fresh Prince Will Smith or current Will Smith? If you, if you can Post, pick one. Uh, Suicide Squad Will Smith. Everything Will Smith. Wow. Okay. That's like awesome. Independence Day Will hombre. Smith, maybe? Okay. <laughs> yeah. He had, yeah. Oh, this is news to Papa B. Uh, okay. What about you, Papa B? What you got? Wow, I don't, I don't know. Who's your crush? Come on. I don't have any crushes. Yeah, right. Oh, that's so cute. Um, he's also lying. I used no. to have, like, I used to have crushes, I guess, back in the days. But it's like, I don't know. I don't have any. Well, pen, pens, by the way, is Helen Mirren. So I'll just Helen put that out Mirren. there. Helen Mirren. George Clooney's <laughs> on my Who would be like well. a... What? No, have you seen her in a bikini? Dude, she's like a witch. I don't know what's going on. She looks amazing. Oh my she's gosh. Got a, like, I, I'm a sucker for British accents. Yeah. Kim's is George Clooney. So, uh, Mama, you and yeah. uh, Kim are on the same boat there. Yes. Uh, okay, next question. For your very last meal, what would it be? You know it's your last meal on earth. <sighs> oh, I, I know mine. Say it. Mama B's empanadas. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm hungry. What about you, Mama B? I would have to say Italian, an Italian banquet with pasta oh, and man. bread, bruschetta yeah. and garlic bread and and oh, the the most delicious fine wines and I like that. Yeah. yeah. It would have to be Italian. Yes. Una bella yes. pasta asciutta. Una bella pasta asciutta. There we go. There's the Is hum. that one of your four languages? Italian? Yes. Yes. What is the most embarrassed you've ever been? Embarrassed. Oh. Oh my gosh. 
Which do you have one? <laughs> she does. <laughs> I know she's the most she embarrassing. Does. She's got it. She's just doesn't, she doesn't know if she's going to say it. That's oh what's happening. Oh my gosh. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was in yoga class. <laughs> yes. Oh my I think God. I know where this is ending. I hope I, I hope I get it right. I hope I get it right. Anytime I it right. you start with an embarrassing story and it's like, I was in yoga class, you know it's going to be embarrassing. I was in yoga class and we were on our backs with our legs spread in this position <laughs> and my vagina farted. <laughs> Yes. Biology and so yoga. Was it a like that other people could hear it, or was it just? Oh yeah, everybody heard it, everybody heard it. <laughs> and wow. it was the funniest thing. I didn't know if I should die or laugh, and so I laugh decided to laugh. Wow. Yeah, that's right. That was a. That was when you told uh, me that. That well, was Penis insane. pooped his pants in public, and it went onto the floor. What? So I think Yes. No. Yeah. And you, this will give you a time frame. It was at a blockbuster. <laughs> Um, yes. He thought it was. He thought it was maybe just a fart, and it was not. It was more solid. Oh and he was wearing my like really God. loose boxer shorts, so it um, continued to the ground. Oh my! That is goodness. hilarious. Wow. Yeah. We have like two more questions, but I feel like that was a mic drop moment by Mama B. And we wow. should just wrap it up at this point. Yes, that was unbelievable. We gotta end with the uh, with the vajart. Oh my! With the vajart. <laughs> Oh my gosh i love you guys thank you so much for taking this time to do this um uh so and, and people can find you youtube just and- google internet and they'll show up internet and they'll show up yeah we're good no it's the, the ab family but it's the, their channels are it's the e-h-b-e-e um and we'll put it all in the show notes as well obviously. just google internet anything else you guys like, like to add anything else we're missing hmm anything else no i just want to thank you guys for for yeah. having us on this is great we i haven't i haven't laughed like this in a while yeah can, can we do this on a regular <laughs> we should basis do this more often you, for sure. you can thank your lovely wife for that one <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> oh gosh well thank you so much we love you guys we'll talk to you soon we love yes. you too love big you hugs guys. to everybody Okay, Mama B won that one. She what? totally won. <laughs> was it even close? They are. I love it when amazing things happen to amazing people, and they definitely deserve all of the all of their success. You can find all of their information in the show notes of this episode. Yeah, or and just Google Internet. Just Google Internet, and um, yeah, give this podcast some love. You can rate it, review it. That really helps people find it. You can share it. Yeah, there's so many things you can do with it. You could probably, I mean... Wrap it up. Wrap it up. In a tinfoil bag. Yeah, hand it to somebody for Christmas. Thanks for being here. Have a great day. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.